What's up, everyone? I'm your host, Coach Joe Strong, here to bring you another great episode of the Business of Strength podcast, where you can hear the interviews, tips, and tools to turn your passion for strength into profit in a profession that you will love. This episode is brought to you by the CPPS certification, one of the most cutting-edge certifications in the world, led by legendary strength coach Joe DeFranco and James Smitty Diesel. For all of our listeners out there, you can get 25% off this certification and save you real money by using the code VARSITY at checkout. That's the code VARSITY, V-A-R-S-I-T-Y, during the checkout process, and you'll save yourself 25%. This is one of the absolute best certifications out there. I highly recommend coming here to Varsity House. It's a live certification, not that virtual BS Joe D and Smitty are back. They're excited to be back. This is their first live um, uh, uh, workshop in a long time, and they are pumped, all right? And we're pumped to have them here. So come on out, show your support, get your team educated, save yourself some money, use the code VARSITY. I'll save yourself 25%. Today's guest is a longtime client and friend, Pat Mahoney Jr. Pat started his training with me when he was in high school. As a, as a high school golfer, he's gone on to college. He's since graduated, and he's now in chiropractic school. Pat's father, Pat Sr., started training with me years ago, brought the whole family. Then came Pat Jr., then came his brothers and, their brother and sister and, and some of their friends and family. So it's really become a family affair here with the Mahoney's, and I have great respect for them uh, and everything they've done. They're a fitness-centric family, who, who big-time golf family, and, and they've put – uh, uh, fitness as a priority. And Pat Jr. has really taken that in the, to the next level in his family with, you know, he's really into holistic care, holistic medicine, holistic nutrition, you know, kind of knows the tail, uh, nutrition and so forth. And, uh, and I'm really excited. This is a great episode. Pat's going to tell a story about his journey, you know, and how he started a company at a tragedy after the death of his late mother contracted cancer. And, and he's going to talk a lot about how we tragedy can create innovation at a necessity, right? He created, in my opinion, the best CBD company in the world. And, and I'm not saying that lightly. I, I have tried every other CBD product under the comp, under the sun, and I absolutely love this whole plant medicine is by far the best that I've tried. It, it is a, a full spectrum raw product that is cold pressed and delivered, you know, the best of the best of the best. And it really has made a difference in my training, in my life, in my sleep and recovery. So I highly suggest you give it a try. He's going to talk about how changing the protocol for the traditional healthcare, you know, some of the problems he's seen and why he chose chiropractic as, as a career, as he's going down that road. And then, you know, for all the young entrepreneurs out there, how to balance running a growing company, and, and, and going to chiropractic school, you know, Pat's doing it every day. He's building this brand, building this company and, and, and going to school every day to, you know, and so when, you know, when young entrepreneurs and young college people tell me they don't have time, they can't get it done. Look to Pat, right? Because, you know, there's 24 hours in a day for everyone. And it really comes down to how you use it and utilize your opportunities. So if you are a gym owner, head coach, CEO, and you're thinking about opening up a gym soon, or you have your gym running and you think you can do a little bit better, run it smoother, we are hosting another two-day business seminar here at Varsity House Thursday, May 12th, and Friday, May 13th at Varsity House with our good friends. All right. We are psyched about this. Um, Adam and my business partner, Dan, are, are going to be you know along with me. 
and we're going to kick some butt and we're going to bring in some of our team here. So you're going to learn firsthand. We're going to peel back the curtain and you're going to learn our systems, our techniques, our tools for hiring, marketing, sales, and, and putting the best product on the gym floor each and every day. Come on out. May 12th and 13th, the DeFranco CPPS is the 14th, that's Saturday. You can get a double header banger and come for your business level up and your training level up all in one weekend and leave here with a head swole of information and opportunity. So come on up. You can sign up for that. Go to businessofstrength.com, get the pre-sale discount, make it happen. Let's stay strong, gym owners. This is the Business of Strength. We'll see you next time. Hey, what's up, gang? I'm here with my good friend, uh, Patrick Mahoney. Pat was a client of ours for a, a bunch of years and trained here as an athlete in high school. And then, you know, through his journey to college, um, the entire Mahoney family trained here. His father, his brother and sister were here and, uh, you know, were great clients of ours. And Pat has, you know, spawned off into the world of health and fitness on his own and was kind of going down that path. I mean, we had lots of great conversations while we were training together over the years about, you know, everything from, you know, biomechanics, health, fitness, nutrition, and things like that. And Pat just kind of always struck me as, 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 a, as a young man who was really into, um, you know, health, fitness, wellness, and, and, and more, more from my perspective, more of the lifestyle behind like a healthy lifestyle, nutrition, holistic medicine, and stuff like that. So I'm really excited to have you on the podcast today, Pat. It's been kind of an, a, a journey, you know, of, you know, coach mentor coming back. Now I get to learn from you and I'm really excited to introduce you to the audience here at the business of strength and, 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 and uh, you know, tell them your story. Thanks for coming on. Absolutely. Thank you for the uh, introduction and thanks for having me on. I mean, I'm, uh, I'm actually really excited to be here because I was kind of like looking through my notes, so to speak of like, just coming on here talking to you. And I actually, I was thinking, you were actually the first person I ever had a personal training session with. You are the first gym I ever joined in my life. And so it's, uh, it's really cool to be back here talking with you. That's awesome, man. And, and, and you know, you've, like I said, things have kind of come full circle and, you know, chatting a, a minute ago before we started recording, you know, you're, you just finished up your, your first day of clinicals really at, at chiropractic school and yeah. are, are on your own journey towards holistic health and helping other people. So I'm excited for you to become a coach in your own right. And, uh, you know, there's nothing more rewarding for me than seeing, you know, clients and athletes and adults, you know, find success through fitness, because it's usually the starting point for a lot of other systemic change that happens. You know, you, uh, you know, you, you, you know, our saying here, it's up on the wall here, you know, change your body, change your mind, change your life. Most people come in because I want to lose 10 pounds. But then they wind up, you know, less stress, sleeping better, you know, feeling better, having more energy. And all of a sudden they start to see a, a systemic shift in their lives through, you know, what seemed like a minuscule thing. Like, I just want to lose 10 pounds. And then all of a sudden, you know, kind of life takes you down a pathway. So tell me a little bit about Pat, like, you know, your journey, you know, when did it start to kind of dawn on you um, that, you know, health and wellness was going to be the thing I know originally, you know, back in the day when you were still in high school, there was possibility of, you know, physical therapy school, med school. And now we've gone to, you know, we, the, the decision was chiropractic school eventually, you know, what led you down that path and ultimately what led you to chiropractic as the choice? So, I mean, I grew up my whole life, like a pretty kind of healthy lifestyle. I mean, we went to chiropractors and, you know, ate pretty healthy, no fast food and stuff like that, but just basically run of the mill. And really when my kind of like my own journey with health got started was actually my junior year of high school. 
uh, I was having like horrific, like radiating back pain and like, just couldn't really do anything. I grew a foot in a year. Um, so, you know, that'll happen every once in a while, but I went to go see an orthopedic surgeon and it was pretty much just like, yeah, maybe we'll operate, maybe not, but I never want to see you lifting anything more than a can of soup for the rest of your life. And I'm like, sitting there like, I don't know anything. I'm like 15, but I don't agree with that, <laughs> you know? And so, yeah. and I've just been kind of going ever since then actually. And, uh, you know, I've kind of found my first thing was kind of just rehab exercise, uh, you know, getting under a barbell. And it was not long after that, that I walked into a varsity house and ended yeah. up, I think I did a couple personal training sessions with you was doing the group training for mm -hmm. uh, basically until I went to college, uh, yeah. and moved away. And, you know, it's just, just like you said, I mean, it's extremely empowering once you make those positive changes in your life in one aspect, you know, it's like the one hand, like, oh, you're so fragile. Don't do anything or you're going to get hurt versus being empowered of like, maybe you can only lift five pounds now, but like tomorrow you can lift five, uh, 10, you know? And it's yeah, like, yeah. once you see that in your life, it's really huge. So, and I realized that having a strong back was better than babying your back your whole life. And so, you know, I ended up, I went for physical therapy. I ended up in school changing to pre-med. And when I was applying to medical school, actually is kind of when my whole journey with whole plant started because my mom got diagnosed with uh, lung cancer. And so that was kind of like, I put all of my like holistic nutritional, like we're going for walks every day. We were doing all kinds of herbs and uh, you know, supplementary things, you know, like magnesium and all of these different, you know, herbs and lifestyle changes to try to support her through these treatments. And, you know, we tried medical marijuana and it was kind of like, not really all it was hyped up to be. Mm -hmm. And we tried CBD and it was kind of not really all it was hyped up to be. And then I was sitting here and I made most of the things myself, as far as the herbs went, like I'd you know, if it was, uh, you know, certain types of, you know, lion's mane and all these different mushrooms, you know, the medical marijuana, I was making herbal pills to give to her. And yeah. so I was like, well, why don't I, there's some organic hemp farms here in, uh, in New York. Why don't I go get some of the hemp and I'll make it myself. Who knows what we're ordering online right now, you know, some weird powder that we're giving her and it's not doing anything and it's a hundred dollars. And so I ended up making my own oil just with a Chinese medicine, uh, you know, just soak the plants in alcohol and then boil off the alcohol. And what you're left with is just essentially the essence of the plant in their mind, but it's all of the cannabinoids and terpenes and full spectrum stuff. And once we started giving that to my mom, that was the biggest game changer as far as her getting her quality of life back. Mm. Um, you know, she, she did end up passing and extremely, extremely sad that she left us, but that was one of the huge things for her of, in her two years that she was going through chemotherapy, it was, she was able to get her life back up. She was able to eat. She was able to take less pain medication. She was able sure. to feel like a human being in a lot of different ways. That is kind of like a very qualitative thing. And so that whole experience of like trying my damnedest to get my mom off of as many medications as possible with holistic lifestyle, supplemental things ended up me starting whole plant medicine to try to bring that to as many people as possible. And also a career change. I ended up going to chiropractic school with an acupuncture major along with it, as opposed to the medical school that I was applying to, I never even ended up applying. 
So that's how I've gotten here today of just, I want to try to make as many people have positive benefits in their life through simple lifestyle changes, supplements, uh, exercise, and all these things that empower us as ourselves. We don't need some doctor to tell us exactly what we can do. And we're getting put around on this carousel of maybe it's this, maybe it's that. It's like, people are pretty simple of most people. If they're sleeping well, they're eating well, they're exercising, all these things get better. And you might have other things that need additional treatment, but most people could improve their lifestyles and their nutritional factors and their exercise. Oh, trem tremendously, tremendously. I think so many people in this country, especially we default to pills and we default to like all those quick fixes before we fix the base of the pyramid, which is just, you know, sleep a little bit better, eat a little bit better, move a little bit more. And that's going to clean up probably, you know, if you, you know, like, like the book 80, 20, that cleans up probably 80% of the problems that most people have, like most heart disease, most diabetic problems, most obesity problems, you know, can be, can be squashed by, you know, those just, like I said, sleep better, eat better, move more and, and you're good. So talk a little bit about, you know, the, the, you said, you said, you know, the doctors in this country, right. You went to the doctor and this is something that we've seen a lot. And it's unfortunate that, you know, a young, a, a young athlete and you were playing golf a lot in high school and, and, um, and talk and, and, you know, a young athlete goes into the car, into the orthopedics do, uh, office and is basically like told, yeah, hey, yeah, you can't do nothing the rest of your life. You're, you're screwed. And, and, to me, that's just such a travesty of our healthcare system and, and a bad business model on the, on the doctor's side too, because talk about like squashing a kid's hopes and dreams, not of even being an athlete, just like living a normal life. Like you're walking out of that office, like, am I going to be like, you know, this decrepit old man for the rest of my life and I can't move? Yeah, I better not trip on the way out. I'll break my spine or something, you know? Like, right, come on. <laughs> right. And, and, and I just don't understand that how, how, you know, there's such a disconnect between the reality of, of movement as medicine and getting people stronger in little ways around their injuries. So this man basically, okay, so you had a back injury, but, but so in his mind, you can't have strong arms. You can't have strong legs. You know, you're not allowed to work your core at all. So there was no methodology whatsoever that was going to work. For a 15 year old, you're talking a young body. We're not talking about a, you know, if you were 65 and I was like, all right, man, your back's really a, a mess. We should probably, you know, we should probably be done with the golf and we should probably be done with like any heavy weight training at 65. But at 15, it's like, dude, you didn't even, you didn't even get it. You didn't even leave the house yet. You haven't even started your life. So I don't understand how there's such a disconnect. And, and, and you know, it's a consistent problem. And one of the reasons that I, I, when you, when you decided to go down the chiropractic route, I was kind of excited because in my opinion, I found that some of the best care practitioners that I've worked with were chiropractors because they weren't as confined to this standard practice, you know, medicine as physical therapists, orthopedics and stuff like that. You know, in the world of orthopedics, you know, it's, if it's broke, we cut, if it's not, you know, I don't know what to tell you, right. Go take some, go take some Advil, you know, here's, here's some, here's some uh, high strength, you know, anti-inflammatories like a Mobic, you know, something that's could be really bad for you too. Right. And then in physical therapy, you know, most physical therapists are scared to go outside of any, you know, common pathway protocol 
to get to a result because if they do, then there's malpractice and stuff like that. So I found like a lot of the best like care practice from chiropractors who are willing to spend an hour manipulating tissue, doing, you know, acupuncture, like you said, and really spending a more holistic approach than, than, than the traditional orthopedics. Um, have you seen something similar yourself in your own journey? And, and what do you think about like chiropractic as a medicine going forward? Like, what do you see its evolution being in that role? Oh, absolutely. I think it's a huge up and coming profession. And I mean, like as far as orthopedics, physical therapy, chiropractic, I mean, there's great practitioners in all sure. of those fields and horrible ones in all of those fields. So Correct. just be frank, you know, whether you're a chiropractor or what, but I mean, the, the main thing is like, at the end of the day, most people who develop an ache and a pain throughout the week really don't need a major surgery. And, you know, there's a huge gap of like, what are we going to do for these people? Because at the end of the day, if you kind of lock your neck up like this and you walk around like that for a year, you might need a surgery, you know, like right. you, 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 there needs to be that bridging the gap of like some people blow out their knees and there's nothing I can do to help you with that. You know, right. if you get blown out on the football field, but there's a huge gap of what are we doing for these people that, you know, maybe they're training a little bit too hard. They kind of, they're not, their shoulder doesn't feel right. How can we get that person to be eating right, moving right, sleeping right? Because, you know, that's what the name of the game is. Get our whole body moving. You know, you don't want, you know, Oh, I may, yeah, my shoulders really work too well. Like I've done a lot of blue collar work with my dad and you see a lot of people like that, like, ah, the left shoulder, it doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, it's, and, and they, it, and they leave it like that for 20 years. Yeah. And, you know, then that does become a major problem. So we got to, it's that like early intervention. And I mean, that's the stuff that you do in the gym yeah. all the time. You know, you've got people on the lacrosse balls and you're doing mobility work because, yeah. you know, a lot of times that's all it takes is some kind of active intervention. And sometimes, you know, you do need that passive care of somebody else going into that area of the body and really mobilizing that and then empowering you to say, okay, like you're not broken. You're not, it's not the worst case scenario. You know, we've done the orthopedic tests on you. You're not broken. Uh, let's mobilize this a little bit and let's get you back in the gym or let's start, you know, doing the smallest amount of things. You know, you want to pick up your kid. Let's have you start doing some 20 pound kettlebell deadlifts and, right. you know, just start empowering that patient to be able to live their life the way they want to. So many people get like, you know, I mean, it's I'll, the world has a defeatist mentality a lot of times. And so many people, I mean, I can't tell you how many people have come in here. And, you know, I'm like, when are you going to join the gym? Like your wife's been coming for years. And like, no, no, no. I got bad knees. I can't work out. So you're never, you're never going to be fit again, ever. That's just it. You just gave up on fitness for the rest of your life, you know? Yeah. And, you know, and, and I think that's just, you know, that's part of the mentality, but I also think it's part of the miseducation uh, of the fitness industry. Our industry does a pretty terrible job of only promoting like what's super sexy, cool and hardcore looking, you know, like CrossFit's great, right. As a sport, it's great for 20 to 30 year old freaks of nature to compete in CrossFit. It's probably not the best thing for most 45, 50 year olds, right. To, to, you know, to do, to do ballistic movements over and over and over again. Right. But what gets a lot of press, CrossFit. So when people see CrossFit, they're like, oh, I can't do that. Right. Forget it. So they just write off fitness. And, you know, even things like Spartan races and stuff like that, like Joe DeSena, I know Joe, Joe, great product, great thing, but it's sexy. Right. And then, you know, can the average 50, 60 year old guy, you know, jumping over hurdles and climbing over barriers, 
eh, maybe not the best idea, right? But that's what gets press, sexy, right? And then you have every other type of influencer, Instagram, you know, Juju Mufu, things like that. And all these guys are great, you know, but the reality is, is that, you know, that gets attention, that gets attraction. And then people see that the regular average Joe, you know, desk jockey, and he sees that like, nah, I got bad knees. I can't do any of that stuff. It's like, no, that's not what we do here. We, well, let's do what you can do, which is if you have to sit in a chair and do bicep curls, whatever it is, let's do something. So how does CBD, play a, how does CBD play a role? Now, I'll, I'll give you my own gratuitous plug. I've tried every CBD product under the sun, and I've spent an absolute fortune on it, right, over the years. And, and, I, and I can honestly say that, part of the reason why I wanted to have you on the podcast, not because, not because, you know, we're friends and I, and I've known you for years, but partly because this is the only CBD product that I've ever taken where I noticed a significant difference, right. In the, in the product itself. And, and, you know, whatever is, whatever it is, right. I sleep better. I tend to have less anxiety. I feel a lot less inflammation and I'm 45. I've been training really hard again this year. I'm, I'm, I'm on a path to, you know, getting down, below 10% body fat again for the first time in a very long time. And, um, and I feel good and I feel good. So talk to me a little bit about, you know, you mentioned before, you know, good CBD, bad CBD, a lot of crap on the market. What constitutes a good CBD product and why does whole plant stand out? So, I mean, this is obviously my own humble opinion. Uh, you know, people do prefer different products, but what, what has worked for me in the past and what's worked for my family is much more of an herbal approach to let's do a hemp tincture as opposed to a CBD isolate of like 99.9% pure, because that's very like medical model of like, let's hyperdose, uh, you know, this one isolated thing. Whereas what's actually been being used for thousands of years is the hemp and the cannabis plant. And so, you know, we're not a big fan of the cannabis plant just as far as the psychoactive effects, but the hemp plant doesn't, it has such low amounts of THC is negligible. So what we do is we just soak it in ethanol and then boil off the alcohol. And what you're left with is about a 60% pure as opposed to a 99% pure. And it's like a very dark planty extract. Like I'm sure Joe will tell you it's a little bit green even. Yes. And that's from all of the plant matter. And it's all those things that are in there that that's what makes the plant work. You know, it's like that's in nature. It's found with all these different things. And as we've gotten better at doing studies on CBD, we've learned all these different things. Oh, there's all these minor cannabinoids. There's CBN, CBC, all these other ones. They work in synergy. Then there's terpenes. Then there's other essential oils and fats and other small protein molecules that they work together in your body, whether it's through right. absorption or how they get into the cell, or they all have their own small effect that is bigger than the combined whole. And that's why, I mean, I didn't know all of that science behind it because it didn't even really exist a few years ago, mm -hmm. but just leaving it how nature intended it, it tends to be way more potent because that's how your body recognizes it. Sure. And it makes a lot of sense because, you know, I think like you said, you know, there's a lot of in medical worlds or in the pharmaceutical world, at least, and, and especially in unregulated, um, you know, supplement world, right. Which is kind of non-regulated by the FDA. So they can basically put anything in it. You get a lot of isolates, the, 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 the crappiest form of magnesium, right. Like a magnesium citrate, they just, you know, give you an, and they charge a fortune for it. Right. Um, or, or a really, 
you know, cheap, low grade form of B12 or cheap, low grade form of C vitamins and things or like that. Proprietary or, blends. Or oh, yeah. That's another big one. Proprietary blends. Right. That just basically means, you know, a blend of garbage. Right. That's yeah. Exactly yeah. Ninety nine percent cornstarch. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, so like this would be the analogy. I always look at this like people ask me like about, you know, oils and what what fats you should use in your food. And this is, you know, it's just like raw, you know, um, extra virgin olive oil versus a heavily processed seed oil, right? So the, yeah, the, the, the cooking spray, <laughs> what even is that? <laughs> right, right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, so, you know, in this case, you're basically taking a, a whole plant and, you know, extracting it down with leaving all the raw molecules in it, as opposed to isolating one aspect. Now, I, I, I have seen some, you know, recently, a lot of people pushing the CVN as a, um, uh, a, a sleep aid. Um, is that something you see there? Is, is are there other potential for some of those isolates? And I, like you said, some people have, you know, better effects than others in certain areas. There is definitely some research indicating that, and that might be a direction I will go in the future. But as of right now, it's not something that, uh, like there's no strains of hemp that are high enough in CBN to get that difference. So what tends to happen is they distill, they distill out a lot of the CBN and then add that into a CBD oil. So you have like a 50, 50 blend. Mm -hmm. And so like, I just, we don't really do any of those concentrates right now. So it's more of a measure of if we started doing a higher percentage CBD concentrates, maybe we would add in some CBN or CBC or CBG, any of these other, uh, minor cannabinoids that you can concentrate out of a hemp product. What do you think is some of the effects? Like you said, your mom was able to, um, you know, reduce the amount of pain medications and reduce, you know, uh, or like improve her tolerance to the chemotherapy and things like that, that she was undergoing. What specifically is it in CBD that, that helps? Cause I've, I've heard in many research studies and from other people, like a big one is, you know, Mark, and Chris Bell, you know, are always pumping uh, like variety of, of different herbal medicines, like Kratom is a big one for people getting off of opioids and stuff like that. But I've heard in many cases, like people, um, you know, reducing their pain medication just by, you know, heavy dosing of CBD. What is it specifically? Or do you know what is it that kind of helps reduce that need in a sense? Yeah. So, I mean, it can be great in the way that your pain, your brain interacts with the pain coming from your body and it can really help with inflammation. It can help with stress and things like that. Mm -hmm. And honestly, if you talk to somebody about CBD, that's had a really positive experience, you will hear like kind of like crazy things, so to speak of like things you would just never expect. And I think that one of those you know, this is obviously not a hundred percent proven in science or anything, but I think the, to explain a lot of those stories that you hear from people is it really just helps you shift into that rest and digest state. You mm -hmm. know, like people are so stressed out all the time with these screens and go, go, go and caffeine and this and that, and this and that. And, you know, you put somebody, I'm right there with you. <laughs> and, you know, you put somebody into that rest and digest state and it sure. really does make a massive shift in their physiology because 
rest and digest is when you do your own healing of your own body. If you think there's a bear over there, your body is not going in and saying, oh, I'm going to start healing my knee. I'm going to start healing my gut. I'm going to start healing X, Y, and Z. So when you are able to get a good night's sleep, you're not waking up like, holy, oh my God, you know, you're not stressed out. Like there's a lion in the room all the time your body gets to just kind of heal itself in a way that it was wanting to for a long time, but you just didn't give it the room. So I I think that that's kind of like a lot of these far reaching stories that you hear people genuinely do see a lot of benefits and it's from really just giving them that space to relax. I love that. I mean, cause that's mostly what I feel and I kind of have developed my own like sleep routine and maybe that's something we could talk about a little bit and the importance of maybe where cbd and and some of your you know the whole plant fits into that and and you know i generally try to you know turn the phone off and get off the phones get off take the the apple watch which is buzzing 24 7 and stuff like that like kind of get rid of all that stuff around like 7 30 8 p.m you know i had enough of work had enough of you know the world in a sense And, uh, I usually wind up taking, like, I make myself like a little herbal tea. That's like a caffeine free herbal tea. Um, maybe a little honey and I put, uh, you know, some of the CBD in there, or I'll put some, you know, sublingual and have some CBD and and start kind of a relaxation process. Um, got myself some of those blue blocker glasses to block out the blue light at night, the ones that clip onto my glasses and stuff like that. And, um, and I really do think that the, that, you know, whether it's placebo, whether there's actual, you know, medical results, but the combination of putting yourself, like you said, in that relaxed state, the CBD, what I feel is that I have a less of that less, a lot less of that brain racing at night where I'm, you know, do I do this? Do I got to do that? I'm laying in bed thinking about shit. I got to call this guy tomorrow. I got to call this guy. And, and I'm able to relax a little bit more and get a good night's sleep. I'm, I, I, you know, and I track my sleep on, on my watch and on my whoop right band. And, you know, since, you know, this year, especially since the new year, um, you know, I've been really diligent with it every night, seven days a week, hence the giant order I placed, you know, earlier in the year. And, um, and it's really helped. And I've seen it, uh, 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 like about a 30% increase in my REM sleep, which is huge. You know, when you look at like what that translates to, you know, in terms of workplace productivity, in terms of, you know, just having more energy to, you know, be a good dad, be a good husband, whatever it might be. I think, you know, a little bit of sleep, probably get 10 X back on the, on the return during your day. Um, how, how, how do you feel like if sleep is such a major issue for people, what are some things that, you know, you've learned um, that people can do to improve their sleep? How does that, and and where does CBD fit into that? Absolutely. I am on the exact same page as you. I mean, you see all these people online saying, you know, you got to wake up at 4am and hustle. Well, if you want to wake up at 4am and hustle, you better be getting some pretty, uh, aggressive Mm -hmm. bedtimes involved with that, you know, because sleep really is so important. You know, that's when our brain is able to clear out all that metabolic waste from using it all throughout the day. So it doesn't get to have a fresh start the next day. If we don't get the adequate amount of sleep, which for most people tends to be seven or eight hours, which is tough to get. So sleep hygiene is something that I talk to people about a lot. Uh, you know, CBD is great, but CBD in combination with a routine is really just amazing. So I like to say, set your bedtime in advance, you know, and then about an hour before that, 
you'll have some kind of an alarm or you'll just know, like you said, you know, nine or seven, eight o'clock, you just know, but you can even set an alarm when you're first getting into it. Cause it can yeah. be hard to start that routine. That's when the most friction is. And, you know, turn off your devices or at the very least put a blue light filter on them, wear blue blockers, you know, and put all the, the do not disturb on. So they're at least away, you know, and have some kind of routine. You take your CBD, then you uh, make some herbal tea or any of these other nighttime routines, you know, brush your teeth, this, that, and the other, and then give yourself about a half hour to do something that's a little bit calming, you know, be it if it's reading or some kind of mindfulness or praying, or even just some mobility and stretching is like really great to calm me down, honestly. And, you know, just something. That's yeah. what I like. You know what, you know, I'll tell you mine. It's it, it, you, everybody's going to make fun of me. I, 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 I got one of those adult, I got one of those adult coloring books and I just like go into a mindless zone sometimes coloring. Right. And it's awesome like, though. And it's just mindless. Cause I was reading a lot before bed. Right. And, and I don't know, I just have a bad habit of always reading like business, self-help, marketing, right? And that's like the worst shit you could do before bed because like I'm sitting there, you know, like this is a really good book I got. It's called Fanocracy, really cool book about like branding and customer service and turning fans into customers, right? The last couple of nights I was reading it, reading it, reading it. I'm in bed like, oh, God, yeah, we should, maybe we need new logos. Maybe we need, that's it. I can't yeah. read no more. I go back to the coloring yeah. book, you know, you're reevaluating the whole business plan, right? Right, right, right. right. Bed, you're yeah. like, you know, cause it's like, you know, as an entrepreneur, you always like, you know, you're always looking for new tips, tools, and techniques from other people and stuff like that. So Absolutely. I tend to think that, 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 you know, something mindless is like, read some fiction, you know, read, some, yeah. read like a trash novel or something like that, you know, and, yeah. and zone out. Um, what about, you know, the electronics, right? We're in such a world where, you know, I mean, especially you going, I mean, shit, it's good for you going to chiropractic school because the, the, you know, the reality is, is that in 10 years, you know, we might have like people be born with like a permanent neck hunch, you know, like evolutionary change, like, you know, where your necks are just coming out straight this way, you know, from looking at our phones so much. Um, talk a little bit about electronics, posture and things like that and how those things affect your overall health, too. And, and especially your sleep, your circulation to your head, all that stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, like the light is key. I mean, like I talked about a blue light filter, like I literally make my phone red before mm -hmm. bed and that's just like zero blue light. Mm -hmm. Um, so like, that's a big one. I mean, I keep that little nighttime shift that the iPhone mm -hmm. gives you. I just keep that on all the time. And, yep. uh, in the past I've had like the glass screens that have a blue light filter into it. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't have one on right now just cause they tend to break, but uh, yeah. So I think that that is very important just as far as like the eye strain and things like that. I mean, there's all kinds of reflexes that go in through your eyes, into your neck muscles that can tighten them up when you're just fixed at one point all day. And yeah. So that's already something just with your eyes. And then when you talk about your posture, it really is crazy. Like, I mean, for me, it was when my school went full online in Zoom, it was I was hunched over my little 13 inch Mac every single day. And, you know, it was one thing when I was at class and I'm just, all right, listen to what the teacher says, this, that, and the other. But once I was like hunched over all day, I'd actually like freaking my neck was all bothering me and everything. Yeah. So I ended up ordering a monitor and like a chair and, you know, a wireless keyboard and everything so that you can be like in an ergonomic position. And, you know, 
it can be hard when you walk around all day like this, you know, so mm -hmm. for all kinds of reasons, whether it's the sympathetic drive and the blue light and the, you know, the postural aspects of it, but for sure. I mean, that's the postural aspect of having your, your back straight and your head up. That's something you were talking to me about when I was in high school, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think people like, you know, one of the things that I see a lot is, um, let's call it, I don't, I, social media induced stress right or you know i think i think a, a big thing that i see with younger and younger people and even people my age is kind of we talked about a little bit is like you're only seeing the best snapshots of life right and so when you look at social media can be a great tool like there's there's great advice on there there's some there's some great you know contributors on there to do good things I, I love the food channels and stuff like that. There's always some people cooking some great things and doing some cool stuff, but you see so much. And, you, and I think people just have this systemic release of, uh, of, of dopamine and like, and, and, and stress, right. It leads to like cortisol production because all you're doing is comparing yourself to people all day long. And there's so many, um, you know, stressors that go along with that. And I think a lot of people wind up, you know, developing anxiety because it's really easy to get lost on Instagram or whatever platform of social media and start saying to yourself, like, I need to be doing this. I should be doing this. I'm not making enough money. Look what this guy's got. Look what this person has. Right. Look at, look how fit that person is. Look how, you know, this guy's 50 with rock hard abs and looks like he was chiseled at stone. Why, how come I don't have that? Right. And all that type of stuff. And I think like, you know, a, a good lesson, you know, is is to just focus inward and start like you said stacking habits for yourself instead of worrying about what other people are doing or that quick fix workout or this you know magical diet plan that generally doesn't work for people it's just you know let's let's just string together a couple dozen good habits over a period of one two three four years right not not three four weeks and and then we'll start to accumulate some real um, health wealth, if you will, you know, that kind of putting that money in the bank for later use. And, uh, I, I think that's, that's something that, you know, we see a lot and that you see as a, as a, you know, a future chiropractor, you're going to see a lot of people that are just like, you know, a lot of that neck tension and back tension is just coming from, you know, stress all day and sitting. Yeah. And I mean, we're kind of made to be like that, you know, imagine we're back in the day farming or something and then the, our neighbor across the road is getting like 10 times as much as us. It's like, oh, I'm doing something wrong. I gotta change something. But yeah. just like you said, uh, you know, the neighbor on Instagram might be, you know, 50 and in downlighting and actually flexing when he says he's not and on steroids or, you know, <laughs> it's like, or, you know. I'm showing you how to have healthy habits, but it's like, I'm not showing you when I'm not doing the habits, you know, it's like, I'm saying, <laughs> you know, I'm telling you to do a nighttime routine and, you know, it's not like I'm all 10 for 10 on that thing. You know, I right. try my best, but you know, right. everybody's just putting their best foot forward and people can really give themselves a hard time as far as, especially when that's all you're surrounded with. For sure. So talk about some of the products that you have out now, package. You've, ex you've extended some of the product line a little bit. we got the CBD. That's kind of the flagship product. Um, you know, and, and you sent me some of the choline, which I did try, uh, twice in the last week. And I, and I did feel like, you know, 
like I was more productive, like I didn't need another cup of coffee, like I didn't need the second cup of coffee midday and stuff like that. So talk about some of the products you got and, and what's coming up, you know, for whole plant. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, we recently came out with this GPC that we have. And I mean, that's been really big for us. I mean, that's been my favorite non-stimulant nootropic for years now uh, is just alpha GPC, which is glycerophosphocholine, which, you know, everybody knows that egg yolks are good for your brain. And if you, you know, Google salmon, egg yolks and choline, you know, you're going to get all these huge benefits. And, you know, we know on a large time scale that if somebody's deficient in choline, if they're not eating salmon, they're not eating egg yolks, all these, you know, beef and all these different things that have choline in it, they're going to develop brain fog and all these things. And then, so we, I started thinking, well, what about on more of an acute time scale? You know, like what if you're using your brain way more and, you know, acetylcholine, I mean, choline goes right into acetylcholine. So if you have a big workout using a lot of neural drive, and then you have a big business call or you have a big test or whatever it is that you do, you know, you're using the same thing in your brain as you are your body. And you probably max out whatever choline you ate that day. You're trying to mobilize stores, this, that, and the other. Why not just take a big dose as you can and just not have that nutrient be a limiting factor in your, you know, brain activity, your nervous system activity when you're working out. And so I, I really, I'm a huge fan of it and I'm happy to have it under the brand. So is that something that you can take daily? Is that, is that, or, or is that something you should take kind of when you're like, you know, maybe you wake up, you got a little brain fog, didn't sleep as good, or, you know, wh what would be the best case scenario there for usage? Yeah. So, I mean, you can definitely take it daily in, you know, about half of the dose or full dose, which is about three to 600 milligrams, depending on, you know, your body weight and talking to your doctor and all these types of things, you can figure out what the right dose is for you to take daily. And then also what a lot of people do is they'll take more, you know, like 600 plus milligrams as like a bolus, a bolus dose, if they have something in particular that they're really trying to, you know, zone in on if it's a pre-workout or a nootropic and just getting the max out of that. Right. As opposed to taking an Adderall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, that's not probably, what you want. No, no, no. It's probably a bad, probably a bad idea. And, right? and uh, I mean, we were talking before and it goes along with the GPC of just like, what's the, you know, one of the biggest business challenges that I've had in the last two years. And that's really just been like, when I opened up my company, I was a one product company. I was a CBD company really. And, you know, that worked a lot just because of the hugely meaningful experience of how CBD touched my family and how much I believe in it, my own personal use and, you know, how it's affected my family. But, you know, just my future of, you know, in a year from now, I'm going to be a fully licensed chiropractor. I'm going to be an acupuncturist in about a year and a half. And I see myself doing a lot of functional medicine. Joe's friends with me. He knows I'm a nerd mm -hmm. about this stuff. You yeah. Know? So I was kind of trying to expand that line as far as like, you know, I, I don't think a day goes by where I'm not telling somebody to take magnesium or digestive enzymes sure. or some kind of something. And it's like, it, it really is hard to get, you know, you tell somebody something and they're just like, wow, I really love that. And then to your point, Joe, they'll go to CVS and get some magnesium that has like 10% absorption rate and is like horrible. So yeah. that's really made me say, I've got to grow this company into a lifestyle brand of like adding more and more things under my product belt that I can be, I can suggest to people with a clean conscience. And I know it's the highest quality 
And I don't have to worry about saying, well, I don't know what store are you going to, or, you know, I, I don't know what they have or try to look for this, but if they don't have that and it, yeah. it, you get into the weeds with people and I would really just, especially once I'm actually medically prescribing uh, supplements and all these different things to have something that I can be a hundred percent confident in. Sure. And so, you know, that's been kind of my journey of growing that out and, you know, GPC is our first lifestyle kind of thing. And, you know, we're going to be growing from there. You, I expect cool. to see more product drops in the future. Nice. I, I mean, the magnesium is a big one. I think that's another one that gets where there's just a lot of misconception. People take it, but they're like we said earlier, they're taking like a, just a, a single isolate, like a citrate or something like that, which is generally like very low absorbability, very low usage. And the best ones on the market are, again, a full spectrum. There's like seven, if I'm, if I'm not correct, there's like seven to nine uh, different types of magnesium oh, and yeah. they, same thing, they work synergistically and you really do need a full spectrum magnesium, uh, 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 you know, to, to get the full benefits of that. And magnesium has definitely been sh shown in lots and lots of scientific studies to improve sleep, to improve REM sleep, to reduce anxiety and stress. So again, maybe the combination of magnesium and, uh, CBD could really start to, you know, compound effects for some people. And now they're even combining that with like some of the mushrooms, like the, the nootropic mushrooms, like the chaga and things like that to really get into, you know, those, but I've tried lots of different ones. Um, <clears throat> like you mentioned earlier, the Mount lion's mane, that one, I've definitely, I mean, if you take some, if you take some high potency lion's mane, you feel it. Like you're like, yes, you're, you're you know, you're going, you're going, yep. you know, and, uh, uh, there was a brand out there for Sigmatic. They make like coffee yeah. um, um, mushrooms. And, uh, and, and I've tried some of their products, really, really good stuff. And I really like the combination of that. How, 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 let's talk about the entrepreneurial side of what you got going on, Pat. Cause you know, you, you, you know, you go into chiropractic school, which, you know, I imagine is, is, you know, pretty arduous, a lot of work, you know, how, how are you balancing running, you know, a business and trying to grow a business and at the same time going to school full-time and stuff like that? You know, give me a little ins and outs on the entrepreneur, on the business side of things. Like kind of how do you manage your time? What are some things you're doing like time hacking? You know, what's the setup of the business look like and how are you get these products out? Are you still making the products yourself? Stuff like that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's definitely been difficult, you know, um, you know, it's just, you, you got 24 hours in a day, you know, there's a lot of things you can do with that. Um, this, uh, as I've got through chiropractic school, it's more and more like clinical education where it's sure. a little bit less like time in the classroom. So like this year has been a lot better for me. Um, it's definitely been difficult, but it definitely helped that I took that gap year in school and was able to really establish the business and the website and all these different things, uh, to be able to just kind of leapfrog off of, as opposed to doing like all of the setting up work of starting a business and starting a website and start, you know, all these different things that would have been very hard to start during school. And as opposed to just trying to run the business and, you know, deal with customers and deal with reorders and, you know, try to innovate as much as I can try to get on social media as much as I can. So it's definitely a little bit at odds with my business right now. And I do look forward to a year from now when, I'm a chiropractor and it's going to be a lot less at odds with my business because chiropractic is very entrepreneurial in nature. A lot of chiropractors sure. have their own one-stop shop. And I'm also going to be talking to people about all these different health and health sure. benefits and things like that. So 
it's going to be a little bit less at odds in a year or so. And I do look forward to that, but it's just one of those things like this company really does mean a lot to me. I really enjoy the fact that I'm able to talk to people who have similar stories to my family and I'm able to help a lot of people. And it's really the direction I'm going with my life. So I just, I just make time for it, you know? Yeah, sure. No, absolutely. I mean, some, if it's passionate, you know, if it's, if you're passionate about it, you'll find time, make time and, and make it a priority for sure. And uh, what, what's on the horizon, what's on the horizon, you know, next a year from now, you're a chiropractor, you're going to, are you going to open up your, uh, is your plan to open up your own chiropractic uh, uh, facility and office, have your own chiropractic center? Yeah. So, I mean, the, the probably more of a five or 10 year track is definitely to have my own chiropractic office integrated with some kind of a, a rehab strength and conditioning type deal. Um, just because I'm huge on patient empowerment, I'm huge on rehab, I'm huge on exercise. Um, the time frame of that's a little bit hard just because I don't really plan on staying in New Jersey. Uh, so I'm going to be kind of looking around, uh, I'm not exactly sure where I'm going to be going, but I'm in Connecticut right now. My parents are from Jersey, so, uh, we'll see where I end up and you know, that's gonna, that's gonna change things, but go somewhere where there's no taxes. (laughs) (laughs) It plays a role. Yeah. Warm weather and no taxes. Don't make the same mistakes we did. Get out of here. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Awesome, man. This was great. I really, I, I learned a lot. I'm really excited for you and your future as a chiropractor, but the future of whole plant, I really love the products, you know, uh, honestly, you know, uh, you don't need me to plug them. Um, but I've seen a tremendous benefit from myself and I know a lot of people in the gym who take them and some of the, obviously your dad and some of the, some of the crew that, that I've met through you guys and, and the results have been great. So tell everybody, you know, where's the best place to contact you, get in touch with you, you know, and follow you, whether it's on social media, email, wherever. So the website is wholeplantmedicine.com. You can go on there. You're going to see uh, we've got the GPC and the Turk and other products on one side and all the CBD products on the other side. Mm-hmm. It'll take you right through the, the flow sheet there. On Instagram, we're wholeplantmed and wholeplantmedicinecbd. We've got them separated out. And then on Facebook, wholeplantmedicine and wholeplantmedicinecbd. So. Awesome. Awesome. Make sure you guys follow Pat Mahoney and the Whole Plant Medicine journey. And uh, keep in touch with him as, as he makes his journey through chiropractic school. I'm sure we'll see a lot more of him coming out with holistic medicine, nutrition, and things like that. Really excited. Pat, thanks so much for coming on today. We really appreciate it. Learned a lot. Thank you so much, Joe. You got it.